Here we go. Here we go. And welcome to... What, one moment. What? Can I say welcome? Because yeah, you say it. welcome every single okay, time. You're, you're welcome. People always say, well, you talk too much. I never even get to welcome the show or end the show. <laughs> it's it's all you. Am I just like Go the for, sidekick? Go for it. Welcome. Hi, everyone. And welcome to How Are We Still Married? No, that's not good. Okay. No, we got to do that again. All right. Three, no. two, one. <laughs> Let's get going. We're, how are we still married with you bossing me like this? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I think people have gotten to know us uh, at this well, point. I just and make see, see, just like just like that, you like talk. I'm saying something, and then you just like pop in right over top. Because of I it. wasn't done talking, and you started saying something else. No, that was the critique of Brooks. Mm. It's like I'm telling a story, and then you'd like pop in with like the punchline, like. Oh, there it is. Well, if he's going to critique, he needs to also critique you, not just He me. said, wow, you are amazing. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> he said, daddy, you never get a word in edgewise. <laughs> it sounds like home. Yeah. Yeah, really. Well, I, I try to. I just, yeah, sort of get, I've been get good. Over. I've been good. I've been letting you talk more. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so it's much. It's really difficult. Yeah. Well. I used to be on the t- in talk radio and I'd have to talk for four or five hours. Remember the Baltimore stories and like yes. episode two or three or whenever that was? And I'm on the air for like four or five hours with no callers. Yeah, I know. Who could do that? As, I as did As we that. said, me calling in sometimes to pretend to be other people so right. you could have But callers. I could handle that. I could yeah. talk for five hours. I, I, I think everybody realizes <laughs> that at this point. And it's a talent, honey. It's a talent. Yeah. Whenever you and whenever you talk to anybody on the phone, too, those conversations go on for like three and four hours. I think the person on the other end may be having their mouth dropped open and drool coming out the corner. It's like, oh my god, is it time to hang up? Yet? I think they set down the phone and about every fifteen minutes walk back by and give it. Uh huh. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> And then go do their work, do whatever else they're doing. Friends, come is back that by. true? Is that true? All my yeah. friends in Cedar Yeah, Bird. don't say. And then they can go for another 15 minutes, go wash the car. <laughs> thanks, thanks, honey. Thanks. I'll just sit here then and let you do the show by yourself. <laughs> no, let's go back to our talking about... Um, I was a talk show host, my God. Yes. I'm and well, talk. So why don't you talk about your talk show host experience? Another another great <sighs> experience that lasted, what, four months in Kansas four City? Four months. Yeah. There was a lot of trouble. Okay, so if we go back to like C- Cleveland, okay, let's go back to Cleveland and Bob Tayek was my boss. I also had a wonderful boss in um, in Birmingham. Yeah. Yep, Steve Lawrence was there, Bernie Barker at WAPI. These are all the old names people will know there. And they were so good to me. They were wonderful. And and I was, you know, probably much more full of myself in the beginning than I became. Wow. Yes. Um, and so then we get to Cleveland. Bob Tayek was wonderful. And he had been great to me. And then there was the idiot that we had, you know, the next job. Uh, and we told that story. But now I'm in Kansas City and I'm a mom. I don't have I don't have time for crap. I just don't. <laughs> that guy, he was the worst Was he the worst? No, the other guy was the worst because he was a psychopath. This guy was just an ass. He was just a total ass. He also had a problem that I was female. Mm -hmm. I was the only female talk show host at the radio, at the whole station. There was also no female news people. So this guy that was the, the program director at the radio station at the time had an absolute major issue with me because he wanted me to be like Rush Limbaugh. And I just absolutely not going to do that. And this was soon after Rush Limbaugh had started and, and he'd only been on the air for a couple of years and he was like the, the new big thing. Yeah. And so they but, wanted me to be a bitch to people. I'm just not. I'm not cut out that way. I'm from Alabama. There's no bitches in Alabama. <laughs> Got to be kidding. Me. I was Bless sweet. I was sweet uh-huh. as Southern sugar. But 
but he was sort of sexist also. Major. I, I mean, I don't know. But, no, he but was. You knew. Just everybody else was given a pass to park in the parking garage. Oh you had to park God. on the street. He made me park on the street and yeah. I got 42 parking tickets. Yes. Which we had to go argue. And well, no, because I was very smart in that I, on Wednesdays, I decided to bring a lawyer on and the lawyer was a landlord tenant lawyer. And so we, we would try, we would talk about landlord tenant law. Well, this guy would not give me a parking pass to the deck downstairs. And I was running in. I'd have to park on the street. I was, you know, on the air for two or three hours and then I'd come out. So I had four hours. It was only a two hour parking space. There was no way I could win. So after 42 parking tickets, I'm like, I don't know what to do. It's thousands of dollars. The guy is an ass. And my, the lawyer that I had on with me fixed them all for me. And I can't imagine that they didn't like put a boot on your car or anything like that after all that. that no, time. But, but what but, yeah, a jerk. I know that was, that was crazy. Jerk. See, I had to go through, I had to learn to be much more um, assertive because I was a female in a very male dominated talk radio. I mean, my God, Larry, and so, Larry King just died. And speaking of that. And so I, I just, he was wonderful to me though, yeah. but it was a male dominated industry. And this guy that I finally ran into in Kansas city just wanted me gone. Yeah. And so you had to do that Monday through Friday. I was doing um, Sunday through Wednesday mm -hmm. at first because I was working weekends. They had me. I, I don't even I don't wasn't weekend anchoring, but I'm not sure why I was working on the weekends. I don't too, know. But now we don't even remember. I that. don't remember. <laughs> but so that that gave me two days to be at home with Brooks while you were while at I work. was on the air. Yeah, yeah. So that was two days. We didn't have to have this nanny. Yeah. I had hired this nanny um, and I think she was you know, she really wanted to focus on cleaning the house because that's something I could see when I got home. And so I never knew how well she was taking care of Brooke. So that always made, like, made me really jumpy. Didn't have nanny cams back then. No, but so I, I wish I, I would have. I enjoyed those days when I was home with Brooks. And so there was one day in particular um, where I'm playing around with Brooks and we're rolling around on the floor. I would always wrestle with him and everything. And I'm, I'm laying on my back, holding him up above my head <laughs> And I look over backwards as I'm holding him over my head and sitting there just maybe, I don't know, two feet away from us, just sitting there like up on his hind feet is a chipmunk. In your house. Yes. In, uh, our house. in, in the living room. And I'm on the air at the time and you've got a live rabid animal in the house <laughs> I don't with know my if it baby. Was rabid. With my baby. But it, it's like it, it really gives you a start when I'm like holding Bruce, like flying him <laughs> over my head. Oh, this is fun. And then I look over backwards. And here's this chipmunk just standing there staring at us. <laughs> yep. And so I fly, you know, get Brooks, put him, put him aside somewhere really quickly and like run this you chipmunk. Call, you called me. Yeah. And this chipmunk dashes underneath the couch. Mm, so I go, like, I go super to break. Fast. I, you called me at the station to ask me what, what we need to do. Yeah. I'm like, there's, there's a chipmunk loose, <laughs> loose in our house. <laughs> right. What can we do? And I think you asked somebody and they, they said, I put oh. it on the air. Of course. Like I did everything, everything about our lives was on the air. Yeah. So I went on the air and I said, we've got a live chipmunk running around at my house. Can anybody come and help us? And then we got a phone call. Well, yeah. So we get this guy who's like the, uh, some animal control, not, yeah. not with not real. He had his own little, little yeah. company. He's like a critter getter. So, so I, I figure, <laughs> oh, they must, they must have these elaborate ways. Cause I, I was trying to shoo the thing out and Brooks is like having so much fun. He's like laughing, you yeah. know, thinking this is so, so great. Like clapping, you know, he's like two years old. Yeah. And, um, not even, and I I'm guess. trying to get this, this, this critter out of the house, leaving the doors open. Nothing, nothing would do. So we call this guy that had. Well, he called, called into the station. Yeah, and then I gave him your phone number. So he comes over, and I think, okay, there's going to be this elaborate way that he easily gets these <laughs> these critters. So what he does, he comes in with like a big like fishing net, just like this giant <laughs> net, 
and then, you could have done that. Yeah, and then he just starts like diving over our couch, like knocking our couch over, like to dive at this chipmunk with this net. It's like, well, why are we paying? We're paying this guy like 150 bucks. Yeah, and that was back then. Yeah, to, to catch to catch this chipmunk. <laughs> with a giant with a butterfly giant, net. <laughs> with a giant net <laughs> yep, that I could have done. Brooks yep. thought that was the most hilarious thing ever, too. I don't even think, he wasn't even two yet because no, I had only worked there for a little while. I had put him so in his little maybe crib as he's watching this guy like dive. And th- it took the guy like 25 minutes diving well, over yeah, everything he's just running like from Eve room. Hohen at the at the chipmunk like you'd like I can't even standing, believe he caught him yeah I know we're standing like in another part of the house and we see him like run through the kitchen like 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 in a with movie. a net over yeah, his uh-huh. own. it's like you see him go in and out like okay he's still chasing the thing finally catches it and just throw you know takes it outside didn't kill it luckily no 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 but we'd um, never do that oh my god it's like anybody else yeah <laughs> I, I could have done <laughs> probably a faster and better job if i had had like a butterfly net or something to to get him yeah. but but oh. my favorite story my favorite yeah. story in, in kansas city and to this day that is what people remember I would, you would, you would ride around with your photographer and you would listen. Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan, who's our great guy. Great, great, great friend. And, um, ride around with him. He was your photographer and you guys were looking for your story and doing your thing. And you were, thank you for for listening. You would always always tune you in because you were on from 10 to to two. And so we're always out on a story at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Listening to you. And, and you'd talk about, sometimes you'd talk about things that didn't necessarily want you to talk about with our lives. But our lives was open book. Once I was on the air, it was all game. And and I talked to Jonathan recently. (laughs) even and that's like the the first thing thing he he brings up (laughs) so if you want to tell the story yeah so um i had the nanny thank god she only she only had to work four months because i just couldn't couldn't tear myself away from being a mom but anyway um she was at the house and i had told her to fold the laundry once she got brooks down for a nap she was to fold the laundry and that way she could do a little bit of light housework while you know she was there and um so she calls me i'm on a break commercials are playing and she says um, I don't see the laundry, but there are two big garbage bags of of garbage here. And that's where you told me the laundry was. So then where's the laundry? And I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did Ted take the laundry out to the curb this morning? Of course, all of Brooks's little baby clothes, everything was clean. All of our towels, two huge garbage bags of laundry. And all I could think was, okay, it's at the curb. And so what am I doing? I'm trying to call you and you don't answer me. Because I, I hear you talking about this. No, on the I know. I didn't decide to go on oh, the air okay. until you don't answer. If you don't answer now, everybody's going to know about it. <laughs> so I go on the air after the commercial break. And I thought, OK, you little boy, I'm going to tell what you've done. Make you look stupid. Yeah. So Jonathan and I are riding around. We're, <laughs> we're listening to the radio. And Beth says, I have a message from my husband. And John looks over at me like, oh, my God, what is what is what is this? <laughs> and I'm live on the air. Yeah. And you guys are in the news. Track. And she said, Ted, you took Brooks's clothes out to the curb today instead of the garbage and the garbage men came and they and took, took, took the it clothes all. she ran out and the garbage men were gone and she said she chased him down the street she couldn't get them and all the clothes were shredded that was the end of it so he had no clothes we had no towels no washcloths all of the white <laughs> clothes out the door but at least we had a lot of good garbage still in the house yeah 
So, and so I say that whole story on the air, and I said, would you please call me? I've been trying to reach you, and you're not answering your phone. I think you'll call me now. And Jonathan just bursts out laughing. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe that we did that. And it's now broadcast around Kansas yeah. City. Wouldn't you know the difference? I've never understood how you could accidentally, because laundry feels so different from garbage when there you're was, taking a bag out. There was girth to it, probably full of diapers that sort of felt like uh, felt like that, but... I, I don't know. I'm sure it was in a hurry and took him out there. Yep. But um, so then I called. I called you and I yep, think you put, me on, right you put me on the air. I did. Like, Makes oh, my God, good, I can't. Good radio. Yeah. I, I was a <laughs> I great talk show. I can't believe that I, <laughs> I did that. But so guess what, Teddy? Now we're going shopping. That's what I said. And that's like, oh, my uh, God. Like, oh, geez. Now we've got to go spend great. money on all new clothes there for goes, Brooks. But we, we saved all of our good garbage. So that was that was the key. But yeah. But then then the nanny didn't have anything to do that day. I think it was all sleep deprivation. That was I know the problem. it was. Yeah. I know it was for both of us. <laughs> I mean, I only lasted four four months. Yeah. Before I finally told that guy where to shove it um, and left. <laughs> yeah. As you do, as you seem to. Luckily, we weren't working at the same you know, station. I'm, women will understand once you once you have a man that is what what did what is the famous thing that Ruth Bader Ginsburg said? God you bless her. Us. If their brethren would get there feet off our necks. And that's exactly how I felt working there. He just wanted to keep me down and turn me into something I wasn't. And the fighting every day, I just got tired of it. And the problem was I was bringing that stress home and Brooks was suffering because I'd come home and I'd be so stressed out from being with this guy. And finally I said, can we live on one income? Probably not. No, we're probably going to have to skip a meal or two, but I just was done. I wanted to be a stay at home mom and I was done. We we didn't skip a meal or two. (laughs) We've made up for that. (laughs) Yeah. But I just, I just missed him. I wanted to be with him. I was going to miss his first steps and I was going to miss him learning to talk. And I just didn't, I mean, my job was only four hours a day. I was only gone a grand total. I think it was only on the air three hours and then I had an hour. And so I could leave and come home. And I think I left at I don't know, nine and got home at three. Maybe it was only six hours. But anyway, I just didn't want to do it anymore. But without you on the air telling all of our family secrets, I didn't know what to do anymore. What, what would Jonathan <laughs> I I went... and I, we'd have to actually talk instead of listen to uh, your talk show <laughs> and I hear go... about all the stuff that, that I did wrong. Uh, I think I went to the newspaper with some stories. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. I probably, probably did something, but I just, I enjoyed being with Brooke so much. And I know that women struggle with this. It is like the biggest decision you have to make. Do you stay home or do you keep working? And no matter what, you don't win. Women just don't win. You're going to be looked at weird if you're not working. Oh, you're one of those people who stay home. Oh, you want to stay home? Oh my God, you're some one of those where don't you want to work? And then if you are working, then they're like, oh, but where are your kids? What, what kind of mother are you? There's just no way for women to win. So I just decided that for me, for my memories, as you know, my memories are very important to me. That's why I went home to my mother to have my baby. Um, I want, I wanted to be with him. And it was really tough because I was super ambitious and, um, and we were super poor. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, that is, that is a tough thing to finally say, I, I want to be home. And, you know, and I, I felt for you with all of that too, because I knew what you were going through at, at the job and how, how you wanted to be, you know, it cha- you, you it still wanted to be the big broadcaster yep. and, you know, and still now do. We're, yeah. <laughs> and, and we were stuck then, 
yeah there but but it it was also so good for brooks to have you there and you know i made the right decision i wouldn't i wouldn't ever go back and change my mind and stay on days of our lives and stay in talk radio and keep going at the pace i was going i would have i just wouldn't have done that you know knowing what i know now i i made the right decision for us i don't think it's the same decision for all women but i think for me that was the right decision well and it probably it still then put some tension in our relationship a little bit too, because well, now we again, didn't have any money. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, <laughs> and but, I still but had I'm, to get my hair done. Yeah, I'm working and I'm, you know, getting accolades and, and yes, things like winning that. Broadcasting and, awards and like, Oh my God, I was like so sick of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think I won a couple Emmys and then they yep, also had yep. my, my stories. I was doing funny kind of comedy kind of stuff that some of those things were like your career was around, taken around off the country and, and, and all I of that. Sat and, home. Yep. and you sat home and then so I'd come home and, you know, he'd like, look what I've I had to change diapers all day. And, and you're like getting well, I was tired on TV and like yep. and like you're kept saying I should be the one on TV, not you. You yeah. don't say that about me. <laughs> Like, look at the two of us. I thought I and was you're so the one cute. on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you on TV? But uh-huh. you know, when I look back though, I mean, even if I had been offered something, I don't, I don't think I could have done it. I, I just, I needed to be the one that was influencing Brooks and teaching him. And he learned to read by age four. He could read aloud. And I just, we just had the best of times. And, and Kansas City was a sweet town to make those, those dreams like that happen. I wouldn't change it for anything. Yeah. And it was always great. And I'd come home and we'd, we'd have such fun, and you know, dinner on the table and, and somebody there taking care of that's everybody. Right. Yep. Yep. So we did it the old fashioned, traditional way. I don't look down on anybody for whatever decisions they make. But for us, that was the right decision because I didn't get to have any more children and um, I didn't miss a thing. But so. how do we get through the resentment that I was the TV guy and now you're that just That was a lot of stress on our marriage, Yeah, actually. and I think that continued <laughs> yeah. for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Because you'd, you'd still say, I, you know, I, I have all this talent. And in fact, you say that like still, <laughs> I have all this talent and you're always the one that, oh, that has the Oh, stop. You're job. making me look like I'm terrible. No, no. But which, you know, I, I can understand that because I know when I was the Kelly girl in Cleveland. Yeah, and, you, know, you didn't like being called Mr. Albright right either did no. you well no, <laughs> no. but you I did say, say, ozzy well, newsom thought you were mr Albright. i used to say for a girl it's different but that's a uh-huh, sexist thing to what say. a terrible yeah, thing to say but that's that's not true i know it's if you have ambition that that's that's got to be difficult you got so. ambition you've got talent and and I, I i wanted to use it so badly and i was always so absolutely in a tornado of decisions trying to figure out how to balance it all and finally i just decided i couldn't so I, I went with you and then you didn't have to worry about me getting a job, well, you having to quit your job and follow me around. Who but, knows? Uh, yeah. But we struggled. I mean, the financial struggle was absolutely nightmarish. We we did. And yeah, and I just, I remember there was a lot of tension. We had a great time with Brooks, but yeah, yeah it was always just, you know, you, you, and were, I, you were not happy uh-uh. well, with me because, you know. We were in Kansas City. Well, and, I always thought, why don't you help me get on for like one day or two days and a week? I and I tried. Yeah. Mm. Different places mm. and different times, which then led <laughs> us to. Uh, so we had we were in Kansas City for the for the first time for two and a half, two and a half uh, years. And the station that I was working at owned another station in Phoenix. And, and we thought more money. Oh, my God, this is fantastic. And they liked the funny stuff I was doing. The guy there really liked. They had had a new general manager who knew me from. Uh, he was one of the heads of the company that owned the station in Kansas City. And he said, you've got to come here to Phoenix. So a big market. 
I so mean, it decide, was a huge market jump for you. And I thought, okay, then we're only 300 miles from LA and we can work our <laughs> Is way. Is that what it was? Well, it was. I thought, now you say it. No, I said it then. I said we could work our way back over there too. So we decided to leave Kansas City, which was really, it was hard for me too, because I just loved that city. I loved yeah. the, the station. And I finally um, had made a few friends and Brooks was in his little preschool and we thought, okay, you know, we were kind of settled in by then. He was like two and a half. Yeah. I, I just remember thinking, you know, I don't know if this is a smart move because Phoenix is not Kansas City in for... And it's actually not LA either. Right. Which, well, <laughs> yeah. So It's not close. So we get to Phoenix and they, well, you have to say we moved over Memorial Day weekend, which it's gorgeous in Kansas City over Memorial Day weekend, but not so much in Phoenix. But it's like 120 in, yeah. in Phoenix. <laughs> in May. And th- things in our, and we're doing like the old U-Haul again, and oh, things yeah. in our truck like melt. And we went into an apartment complex. The, the apartment was nice. The had apartment a nice was pool gorgeous, and, and it was huge. Yeah. Three bedrooms. But um, the, the strange thing was, so I was hired to be like this funny feature guy. So my first day at work at this new station, I go in there and no one really wanted to talk to me. I felt like the cold shoulder everywhere. It's like, what? it wasn't welcoming at all. Every no, place you'd like, ever gone, they welcome you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you're the new guy, whatever. Yeah. But no, come to find out they had had a funny feature guy who was an old, a little bit older than me who had been there for years. And this new general manager didn't like the guy. So, but instead of firing the guy, they moved they went him, into a war. They moved him to like a general reporter and brought me in to be the new funny guy. So that guy is still there. But there was a split then. Right. Because some of the employees were all for you and some of the employees were all for him. There were very few who were all for yeah. me because they <laughs> Except loved for this, the guy who they hired loved you. this old guy, old you know, guy with a big mustache. And you were knocking and him he's out. like, hey, he's a funny guy, but it's like old fashioned kind of funny stuff. And I'm like trying to do this this more more current kind of thing. And uh, well, Seinfeld was a big deal back then. So you were kind of well, like in the like, tennis shoes. I was and, doing David Letterman type yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like funny kinds of things were putting people in strange situations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But anyway, so I'm immediately like in the Ousted. middle of this, this battle of like trying to get yeah. this guy. So out you of come there. home from your first day and I'm like, Hey honey, how did it go today? Welcome to Phoenix. And it's like, uh, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. Because none, what? none of the photographers really wanted to work with me. I'm like, I'm on the super, I'm a super nice guy, but I'm like the guy that's kicking out. <laughs> You're a saint. Remember kicking out the old, the old man. And, uh, you know, for, uh, it wasn't anything that I wanted to do. And I had no idea that that was the situation where we wouldn't have done it. So it was but so, it was in the same company that you had been in in Kansas City, yes. and that was a godsend. It was. So <laughs> after it was so uncomfortable that it just that just continued. three months, we went all the way to Labor Day. Yeah, I went into the office and I said, you know, this just is too uncomfortable of a situation. Well, it I got don't, worse. I don't see Didn't it, it get worse? Yeah, I don't I don't see it getting any better. And that guy just continued to work there and people just continued to like him and hate you. And so I think that I said, I've. Is there any way that I can go back to Kansas City? <laughs> and luckily, having not burned any bridges or yeah. anything like we had done in the past yeah. at a lot of different places, like walking out or yeah. clearing desks. And uh, well, I that. didn't clear the desk. The, the guy cleared the desk <laughs> because he was so mad I was going to Cleveland. So the, I called my old boss in Kansas City. And he, he said, was sure. The general manager in Phoenix said, yeah, that And then they sense. helped you. They paid for us they to come back home. They paid for us to move home. back. And our house was gone, but yeah. across the street My dream house was that another I used to house. sit in my house and look at that house and wish I could live a in that A much more house. beautiful house. And I think they so brought me back sweet. at more, more money. Like yep. They brought me back at what I was making in Phoenix. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was um, all so I, good. I think that they was, all felt What bad. a good company. Why didn't we stay with that company? <laughs> well, yeah, why, why didn't we? I don't well, know. I don't even remember what happened. Because I was offered a job in Houston with a big, oh, big market several years later. That was dumb. A lot of the crap we've done is dumb. Yeah, yeah, I, I would <laughs> I say so. I think now looking back, I realize, wow, weren't we dumb? Well, and, and you never <laughs> Ambitious know. Ambitious makes you dumb. You never know in TV, though, too, because somebody that hires you loves you, and then they get replaced, then they get and then fired. there's yep. a new guy. It's like, I hate Isn't you. Isn't that what happened That's in what Kansas City? That didn't, no. Well, Mark Olinger left and then they had a new woman who didn't let me do like the funny stuff but then i started doing like these road trip fun stories like, oh yeah traveling oh, around jonathan and i would good. go all over, I got to go all with over you. the state pack up brooks and i'd go with you guys yeah so we, we had a lot of fun with, with that stuff too so it was good coming back to kansas city too it was great it's like but, oh but thank phoenix God. was a nightmare that those phoenix, three months in the heat and yeah. 120 degrees remember the story you did where you put the eggs on the hood of the car to cook the eggs oh yeah well and another one i did <laughs> it like, was so hot and people say oh why'd you leave phoenix so i said well let me give you an example i did a story on an elephant at the phoenix zoo who's a painting elephant yes so they thought oh this yeah you know he was like famous because they people would sell his paintings and it was a big deal so the day i go to the phoenix zoo to do this story it's like 118 120 <laughs> degrees the elephant would not come outside it stayed in its little enclosure because it was too hot for an african elephant to come out it's like but there's all these parents there it's pushing Africa. yeah all these parents pushing their little kids around the, the phoenix zoo it's like Okay, if the elephant's smarter than these parents, then there's something wrong here. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that describes how Phoenix is in the summer. But yeah. I mean, it's a nice city. My mom lives there, and, and we actually went back there. We actually went back there time. just recently in 2015, which we will get into that yeah, some other time. Yeah, so anyway, but now we, we get back to Kansas City, and it was good. <laughs> and I made my good. cute little dream house, and Norman Rockwell pictures are alive in my head. Yes, and that lasted a couple more years until yep. more uh, upheaval and, and craziness. Yeah, but, why uh, did we do that? Because, you know, another one of those offered in a big big city i got a call out of the blue that says uh i'd love to talk to you from because your from stories the director. made yeah, you they famous because over. they were all so funny yeah but meanwhile i wasn't working still i'm not sure that houston was the best <laughs> idea but anyway it, hey it but, turned but out, what happened there we had we had my first acting studio my, i know but my first theater packing it all back up again two and a half years later but we stayed in kansas city a lot longer and kansas city was a grand total of five years brooks was five when we yep, left there just add in those three months in phoenix i and, think we uh, might i don't know we couldn't have stayed there though because mark olinger was gone and the yeah, next but, the next person comes in and they're like hey you're not so funny yeah, well, I don't know. It's, you had to go where they wanted you to keep doing lives. your yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're not so funny. Yeah. But, oh, well. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks. I've heard that from you a lot. I, I, tell, I tell Beth a joke and she's like, ugh. Jeez. Well, it's been 35 years of your joking. You've heard them all. Yes. Yeah. But I look at you and go, eh, that's not that funny. I know. Because <laughs> you, you like these really and then you dumb kind of jokes. like Carrot that, top. Carrot top. <laughs> I like carrot top. That's, that's the that's height clever. of comedy for Beth is carrot top. So <laughs> no, that, no, that I'll tell you, we discovered we just discovered Michael McIntyre, and I laughed last night Michael so hard. Michael McIntyre is very funny. I thought my ribs were going to break. So if you want to see funny Michael McIntyre on YouTube, comedian. and also some great stuff. He he has a show called Mike, Michael McIntyre's Big Show that's on BBC. And if you watch The Unexpected Star, where he sets up these elaborate things where people don't know they're going to be on television, it's very funny. Look it up on YouTube. Hilarious. And, you know, we've gotten so into everything British. What has COVID done to us turned us into (laughs) English people, my darling? Yes, yes. But... Anyway, we're getting off on a tangent. Yeah, so, as usual. Thanks again for listening. Again, I go think to, I'll do the wrap up. Okay, talk about it. Yeah. Okay, what up. what did you want me to say? Uh, Patreon. <laughs> let's do that. 
<laughs> go ahead. Give us give us uh, some good reviews on Amazon and yeah, wherever please else. Go to our Patreon go to Spotify. page. We're going to have merchandise pretty soon. Merchandise, possibly. Yeah, and and also on Google, you can give us uh, good reviews as well. Yeah, so just, stillmarriedpodcast.com yes, and uh, keep sharing all that with your friends as we get closer to, we're trying to get to 3,000 downloads. Yep. That's so, the goal. So help us get there. And patreon.com slash how are we still married? Can, I don't. I don't know. You can get all the inside. Oh, you weren't asking me. Inside info. <laughs> yeah. That, no, I was telling you. That's what it is. Okay. Get all the inside info, and you can join us uh, for uh, a little bit of money, and then uh, you get to see all sorts of behind the scenes and, and pictures. Extra oh stuff. my God! All the pictures yeah, we we have pulled stuff. out so many pictures doing this show. Anyway, this has been a lot of fun, and uh, what what kind of memories? My God, I just can't believe we live this life. This is like fifty lives packed into one. <laughs> <laughs> and we're only part way there. I know, not even. So we'll have more fun stuff to talk about, not just all these moves, but uh, other just craziness and battles and, and uh, I don't know, how how we were able to continue this on and stay married. Well, I don't think we had a lot of time to think about. If we wanted to be married, we just kept moving. Yes. But I still want to be married to do, you. Do you? Yeah, okay. I do. Do you? Oh. Uh, Yes. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's we, we agreed on that. <laughs> okay. We'll All talk right, to everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye.